0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The revolution will be televised or live streamed. They just would not have known to say that back in the day. Tony Katz, that's me. Hey, what's up, Tony Katz today? Labor Day weekend upon us. There is a brisket ready to be trimmed, then uh, to be properly coated. Two parts brown sugar, one part black pepper, one part kosher salt. Usually, I'm a one-to-one guy. But I've decided. Family likes a little brown sugar. I'll do another brisket with brown sugar. I'm not shy. The trial in Georgia on election interference will be televised And live-streamed. We really, really are people who like to drive by the car wreck, aren't we? They wanted it in New York for the Alvin Bragg case, which is total nonsense as well. uh, But they don't uh, have that. Georgia State, or Georgia State Law, I should say, allows cameras into judicial pre, uh, proceedings with a judge's approval. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee said um, that uh, cameras are allowed and it will also be live streamed on the court's YouTube channel. Uh, my advice to you is uh, get ready for the show. All night long All
1: night long You shoot him now
0: Honestly, any reason to play Billy Joel, I'll do it. I'll take it. I'm not even shy. Um, there's no way this is good for any of us. No, no way at all. Um, I uh, am, am here to tell you that I am I am uh, a bit uh, vexed on what to do because and and I I haven't spoken to any of my contemporaries about this yet, but I I'm I'm curious. Here I am guy who does this thing, this little thing on radio. Call in, by the way, 833-GOT-TONY, 833 8669 833-GOT-TONY. Uh, Jason will take uh, your call. Um, what do I do? What does any host do at this time? Just do a show and pretend like this thing isn't happening? Do the show and just give little updates as thing hap- things happen? Or are you just like, all right, this thing is happening, let's listen in? When impeachment came, I I covered impeachment by covering trial. If I remember it right, didn't I didn't I cover trial, or was or was that the hearing like confirmation? I did confirmation hearings for sure. Maybe I didn't do impeachment. How do you not? How do you not cover this? I don't know how. I don't know how anybody isn't going to be sharing this nonstop. I also don't know how it's going to. Uh, play out now what's interest is that Fannie Willis is trying everybody at once right under this RICO statute and she's doing it because she doesn't really have a case against Trump but hopefully she can get a case against someone and if one person can be found guilty you can just uh, place that everybody involved in the criminal conspiracy and you send people to jail and look at you you got the conviction against Trump you're so strong you're so brave Uh, So far, Trump supporters don't seem to be in any way moved. They're still voting for the guy. So far, let's see what happens if something should happen. That's why I keep saying this this race is long. (laughs) Don't make final decisions now. It's just, I'm not saying that it's impossible. I'm saying that we don't know. Give it time. Things do change. And it sure as hell isn't going to be up to me. To decide, it's going to be up to you to decide. But one of the defendants, uh, Kenneth, uh, is, it, is it Cheesebro or Chesabro? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. His trial was set for October. Everybody else is March of 2024. He was able to get his trial separated out. That is not what Fannie Willis, the DA of Fulton County, wants. She needs everybody at the same time, so she's going to keep trying to get that done and get that accomplished. So that may complicate things. Um, You've got the trial date regarding classified documents on May 20th. So do you cover this thing? Do you like, all right, it's happening. We're going to play it. We're going to share it with you in full. Do you comment throughout? I'm telling you, I don't know how to play it right now. I really and truly don't know how to how to 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 do that because I think it is very much like the car wreck and one of the reasons i'm I'm uh, very bothered by, um, by by this this ruling is that we're not actually interested in justice. We're interested in spectacle. And I'm sorry, I don't mean we. I mean they. And you know I mean they. That's what this is. Isn't isn't the indictment disgusting enough? You guys know that if Trump's the nominee, I'll vote for him. But I don't believe that Trump has to be the nominee. And I'm not convinced he can win a general election. I'm as honest with you as the day is long. I will never lie to you. But this indictment's insane. It's nuts. It's ridiculous. And and it's 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 watching the car wreck. It is watching the car wreck. I don't know if I want to be part of a society that wants to stop you know and watch the car wreck. I don't, I don't think I want that. But I'm, I'm watching people on, on Twitter like, yeah, Tony, you're going to have to cover it, if not if for, uh, for nothing more than for the historical context, John, I, John, you got a point, man. Am I, am I wrong to say I'm pretty grossed out by it? Let, let me, let me ask it in maybe a different way. Trump's trial is going to be live streamed. You would you think that I was not doing my job for you by not covering it? Right now we go the other way. I'm thinking I have to, but that, that's that's me. What do you think? Do you think I have to? Honestly, I look in the end. I, I, I I'm paid to make the decisions around here, but I very much think this is a conversation we're going to have to have together. Right? Where where are you on this? Because it would, when I cover these things, and and by the way, forgive this, the, the stream of consciousness conversation here, if you will, but this, like, I'm not sure how to get this one done. I get, John's point is solid. This, this, you've got a president on trial. You better share it. Sometimes I share these things so we all have the proper baseline. We know what got said, what didn't get said, so when they try and spin, we're like, no, 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 wait a second. We heard that. Tony played it, and here's what happened. But I really do feel like if I if I don't, I'm I'm doing uh I'm doing you a disservice. Guy on on Twitter at Tony Katz, by the way, you have to report on what is happening, whether we like it or not. We don't ignore stories that don't benefit us. Well, that much is true, man. I appreciate it, but I'm not saying that I wouldn't talk about the story. I'm talking about whether or not I share the 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 car wreck. And honestly, I feel I really do think that I have to share it. That's and I gotta I gotta admit, I feel gross about it. I don't know. I don't know how other people feel about it. I should ask around. I, I'm, I'd i be curious. I do. I feel completely gross about it. Maybe that's why I'm bringing it up. You, in the same way I felt about the mugshot, and I know some people disagreed with me, but I think as, as they, they, they watch the video and heard, have heard my argument, they at least understand where I'm coming from. Oh, the mugshot's so cool. He looks so strong. He's raised so much money from it. That ain't the story. The story is that there's a mugshot. Do we understand how sick and twisted it is? We're so busy watching the freak show, we have yet to ask ourselves, how in the world did we get to the freak show? You know, you're watching the freak, but you're not paying attention to the fact that this is a show. There are people cheering this, excited for this. I actually have exclusive audio of CNN when they learned that the Trump trial would be televised. Yes! 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 Oh! 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 Oh, God. You know it, and I know it. And that was just Brian Stelter. I know he's not there anymore, but the joke really works with Brian Stelter. Acosta would not have had the same ring. Stelter really brings it home. Tubin, too close to home. You see, there's the difference. There's where you have to create the separation. That's why I'm here, people. That's why I'm paid. All right, kitten? (laughs) How much do you want to bet? I'm getting an email. Finally, I'm getting an email from management. Dear Tony, um come on now. That's going to be it. We 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 did this. Political retribution at its worst. At its worst the 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 um uh, violence of, of the DOJ in this. The weaponization of these institutions. I can't get past it and I'm I am bothered by the idea that other people have let it push by. As far as I'm concerned, this is the part that you have to tell your kids about. This is the part that you have to share with friends and loved ones. This is what we've allowed to happen. In every scenario to which there's a conversation regarding Trump, Sans the classified documents, hold on, I'll get there. This is about the weaponization of the DOJ. If you have to utilize RICO to get Trump on some idea of challenging the election results, you're unserious. If you have to use a special counsel to claim that Trump caused a riot on January 6th that he wasn't even a physical part of, you don't have it. Should we laugh out loud at Alvin Bragg, the New York uh, prosecutor, district attorney, bringing this felony charge against Trump that is a misdemeanor based on every standard, or should we just snicker behind his back? In no scenario does the rational person think that this stuff meets the level of felony or RICO doesn't exist in the real world. But in their psychotic, revenge-filled minds, this is all good stuff. Now, I do leave the classified documents case to to the side because there we have a question. Now, I'm a believer that indeed taking the documents, when the president takes the documents, that is the declassifying of the documents. Because the president can. Taking is the act. I think the Supreme Court's going to have to make the call on that. And I'm not quite uh, so sure how that one's going to play out. I'm telling you what my take is based on my observations while not being a lawyer and, and certainly uh, engaged in research and hearing how other people describe this. Because if the having of the documents is the, the, is it wrong for a president and the president can't declassify de facto, then that means Joe Biden is guilty, period. And that means Hillary Clinton was guilty, period, and that James Comey did not prosecute is egregious. And once again, proof of the two-tier justice system. So it it doesn't matter how you want to go with the classified documents. Something ends up bad for the other guy. And even if it goes the way I think it should go on the classified documents, Biden is still not out of the woods, nor would Hillary Clinton be, even though nothing's going to happen to her, because they were never president. So I'm very curious to see how that plays out. It's the only one where I, I have a theory But it doesn't connect to the others. It has its own issues for Trump, for sure. Rico? Look, I'm not saying they won't put him in jail. They'll put him in jail. But you understand the reach. It's all sick. And a mugshot that wasn't necessary to prove how tough you were? Sick. Twisted. Despicable. I can't. I'm not a guy who says hate much, so I'll I'll try not to now. I cannot stand these disgusting people and the disgusting people who are thrilled by what the disgusting people are doing. Can't. That's why I'm having an issue with, do do you cover this? They're going to televise this Georgia hearing, live stream it. I got to cover it, right? I think that's what you would want from me. I think that's what you would demand of me. Sitting in a chair. My God. I, I I won't lie. It makes me it makes me sick to my stomach. This is our country. We're gonna televise the insanity. That's that is that is not a good sign for the future. I'm Tony Katz. Numbers are out. Payrolls at 187,000. 170,000 was the estimate. Unemployment rate up to 3.8 percent. That is indeed up. I guess they weren't so, expecting so many people to look for a job. They were thrilled that the job market was maybe cooling and this economy was going to calm down, and get that inflation under control. Is that what's happening? All I know is uh, the uh, acting uh, Secretary of Labor, Julie Sue, is super. Super happy. I think it's a
2: sign of optimism. You know, I think people coming back into labor market as they have since the pandemic in record numbers is a sign that people, uh, you know, see some hope that they're uh, that they're out there looking for jobs. Uh, the numbers that we are reporting today are really what you'd want to see if you are looking for that soft landing. Uh, people have been talking about right that we would have continued steady job growth, uh, remaining low levels of unemployment less than 4% for the longest stretch since the 1960s, and um, continued work to bring uh, bring costs down. This is the economy the president envisions where workers are stable, secure, and have a little bit of breathing room.
0: Costs really down? No. Workers secure? Dear Lord, a layoff can come at any second. Breathing room? What what are we even beginning to talking about with breathing room? Bidenomics is not working. No matter what it is that they say, this is uh, Zero Hedge reporting this, uh, uh, bringing a Bloomberg report, um, which discusses the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, right? SNAP, it's referred to. And what it states is, quote, among households using the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, Boosted pandemic benefits, so increase in benefits, 42% skipped meals in August, 55% ate less because they couldn't afford food, more than double last year's share. The data, according to Bloomberg, also highlighted that households were worse off in August just from just a month prior. Quote, since July, an increasing share of low-income households had utilities shut off, couldn't afford the prior month's utility bill, or couldn't afford rent. More than two-thirds of those surveyed who who were receiving boosted SNAP payments said they had some form of debt. But yet, the administration wants to tell me and tell reporters at NBC that everything is hunky and dory madam secretary the fed has obviously been trying to cool the economy this would appear to be some more evidence that things are cooling do you agree with that assessment that the labor market is cooling and is that a good thing
2: yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak about what the Fed does, but yes, initially after the very rapid recovery we've had, the fastest you know in the two and a half years since President Biden's been in office, than at any time under any other president in four years. Following that time period of really breakneck uh, jobs numbers, we are and have been entering a period of more sustained, steady growth. And yes, I would say that is good for the economy. That's a sign of what Bidenomics is all about, and uh, and and uh, and it's good for the American people.
0: That's a sign. just not a just not a good sign. Now is it? Now is it? Keep it here, I'm Tony Katz. this is Tony Katz today. <laughs> Does anybody know why Nancy Pelosi was on CNN wearing a evening dress? Wait, was it MSNBC? Does it matter? Why is anybody interviewing Nancy Pelosi? I mean, you're telling me that this was the must-get interview? The event.
2: They discuss the current geopolitical situation in China, Russia, and Ukraine. Have a listen. On
3: security, uh, what is happening in Ukraine is a challenge to democracy—not just there, not just in the EU, uh, NATO countries, but really to the world. And what a tribute uh, to democracy that the courage of the Ukrainian people! It's frightening is that um, uh, Putin is does not share any values of democracy, of justice, of respect for the lives of people, concern for children or anything. And um, and he's frightening, but it's doubly frightening is a person like the former president who th- thinks that's okay. Isn't that sad? But it's so sad and so extreme that it's everything to me is not frightening, but an opportunity.
0: You just tried to compare Trump to Putin. And what's the shame... What was the point of this commentary? By the way, I don't know if it was CNN or uh, MSNBC. What's the point of this? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. This is a nonsense interview. And we should be clear that Nancy Pelosi has absolutely nothing to offer. There's no point in any of this talk, except uh, hey, who do we know who could smack around Trump? Ah, Nancy. It's
3: interesting to see how there is a certain element of the population who will just go for him. They're people we would probably never get. They don't share our values in terms of respect for the dignity and worth of every person and the rest.
0: Wait, wait, did you just say that people who would vote for Trump don't, have, don't believe in the dignity of other people? It's
3: interesting to see how there is a certain element of the population who will just go for him. They're people we would probably never get. They don't share our values in terms of respect for the dignity and worth of every person and the rest.
0: You are listening to the same things I am, right? If you wonder whether or not they hate you, and then when you say something like, oh, how dare you, that's, that's incitement. Don't you know that she's trash? She hates you. She learned from Harry Reid. Don't be nice, don't be decent, don't be kind, don't be normal, don't be moral. destroy, destroy. Destroy. Otherwise, make people think that your enemy is actually vermin. And here she is telling you how terrible you are if you don't agree with her, and then says something this completely and wholly irrational an opportunity but
3: when you look at china for example if you look at the the, you know what the us has been doing with china and how they should treat china going forward well we it's china is a a big country and we have and so are we and uh, we have to find an accommodation on how we um, uh, treat each other Uh, but in terms of the three things i named security China has been a violator of, of transferring technology of weapons of mass destruction to rogue countries, A. B, in terms of e- economics, they've been violated almost every trade um, Uh, Standard of access, of piracy, of obeying WTA rules, and the rest. And in terms of governance, what what need I tell you? Hong Kong, Tibet, Uyghurs, uh, threat to Taiwan, and the rest. So uh, we have we don't have shared values, but we have a shared uh, planet, and we have to work with the Chinese to to. Save the planet, because they're now, I think, the biggest emitter, if not us, they're second. And, um, and they're part of the solution in all of this.
0: Why are they part of the solution? You just went through a whole big dissertation about the people who share our values. You are somehow somebody who knows about our values, like you have any that we would find acceptable, decent, worthy, or would actually want to emulate. But we have to work with China? You let the cat out of the bag. China doesn't value what we value. Do you think China cares what happens to the environment? China doesn't give two you-know-whats. They don't care at all. Why do you keep thinking they do? What makes you think you can bring them to the table? This is exactly the conversation I have about Vivek Ramaswamy. Well, see, the problem is the Russia-China alliance, and what we have to do is break that and bring uh, bring Russia into the... You can't bring Russia in. You are a naive child if you think you can bring them in. Now, as for Vivek Ramaswamy... Um, it's not that I have anything against the dude. It's just that I, I think that Nikki Haley absolutely exposed him on the foreign policy side. Now, you can argue, no, Tony, what he did, what she did was expose the fact that she's a neocon and Ramaswamy not. I don't think that that's accurate either. I don't think that Ramaswamy is a neocon. I'm just not so sure that Vivek Ramaswamy has got a plan that we're all going to like. Have you taken the time to listen to Ramaswamy on the issues? Well, some people have taken the time and uh they they what they put together was uh well I think pretty important hey, we're gonna need a mountain never go wrong with a montage just a little bit of this that and the other to understand what's happening someone put together a uh someone put together a montage of vivek in his own words happy juneteenth
1: everybody this is a holiday that commemorates the day in 1866
0: do you think juneteenth is a useless holiday
1: i basically do Cancelled Juneteenth, and one of the other useless ones we made up. Climate change is also real, by the way. We're talking about the a piece of this. The climate change oh, wow, agenda wow, 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 is wow, a wow. hoax. I think that this would have to be part of a broader disengagement with the Middle East. So I would not do that as an isolated policy. I would do it as part of also making sure that we're not leaving other people we've also propped up from Saudi Arabia to even Iran in other ways over the years, right? Now, as that relates to Israel... My view is, I asked the question, there's no North Star commitment to any one country other than the United States of America.
2: You weren't saying that Israel should be treated exactly the same as every other country in the Middle East?
1: No, zero. What I said is it would be a mark of success if we ever got to a point in our relationship with Israel. If Israel never needed the United States' aid. 9-11, inside job, or uh, exactly what the government tells us. I don't believe the government has told us the truth. Again, I'm driven by evidence and data. But you don't think that 9-11 was an inside job, correct? Of course not. Our interests include Taiwan until we have achieved semiconductor independence. After 2028, after the end of my first term, we will be in a position to say our commitments will be different. Xi Jinping will not go for Taiwan until the end of my first term. That commitment is only as far as 2028, by which point I will have led the United States of America. To achieve semiconductor independence and we will not take the risk of war that risks american lives after that for some nationalistic dispute between china and taiwan we need to be clear that we will defend taiwan that's different from strategic ambiguity now we have to defend taiwan until we achieve semiconductor independence
0: at which point we resume our current posture man that's a, that's a mouthful of stuff that he gets to ask, get asked a lot of questions about. Uh, going back to that Taiwan one, because I think that one should actually stick with you. We're going to be your friend until we no longer need you. We're going to be your ally until it's no longer financially advantageous for us to be your ally. I ask you who in the world would do a deal with that guy who in the world would listen to that guy who in the world would trust that guy part of the conversation regarding ukraine is the idea of alliances and allegiances if we are to discuss this china russia scenario and this alliance Of course you cannot get them separated. They need each other. Russia needs money, and so they can possibly, possibly buy time, and maybe they can get a uh, population to grow, they can't. And China needs energy, cheap energy, so they can hopefully put at bay the economic collapse that has already begun which will then also coincide with a population collapse because, well, that's just the demographics, Boo Bear, and that's the name of the game. No, 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 no. What you have to do is ensure the isolation of these commies and of these dangerous people by ensuring that you do have friends all around. Now, friends have to pay, quote unquote, their fair share. I don't mind pressure on NATO nations, but we do not win any battles by Ukraine falling. It's just fundamentally true that we don't win anything by letting Ukraine fall. That is different than putting troops on the ground. We don't win anything by putting Taiwan at risk. But if you ask him, if you were to ask Ramaswamy, does he favor putting troops in Taiwan to be able to fend off a threat from China? Well, yeah, right until we can make our own semiconductors, in which case tell those island people they're on their own. I mean, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Ukraine has to fight with their own people, and I would argue there is an extent to which Taiwan needs to fight with its own people. The problem is Taiwan cannot win that fight, and standing up to China has to happen so other nations see who their friends and who their enemies are. Remember, if you argue that things are bad in China, and in order to distract from that, they go and try and take Taiwan because they have to distract from their own economic failures, their own economic issues, the failures of of, of communism. They see China take Taiwan. The world sees China take Taiwan. What does the world say? Huh, they can really get away with anything. I better not anger them. I better make them my friend. But if you want to hasten the, the, the interior destruction of China and the Politburo and the Communist Party uh, as part of it, and I should say in, as, as a whole, then isn't standing up to China a reminder to the rest of the world that the United States still is the beacon and you want to be on our side, not their side? And doesn't that further bring about their destruction and implosion? As a matter of just policy, if the objective is beating China, then it would seem to reason, and I'm willing to accept arguments to the other side, that standing up for Taiwan, even when we have our own semiconductor independence, is a much better play than saying, oh, it's some nationalistic thing they got over there, some land dispute. We don't have to bother with that stuff. Maybe it's bigger than the way Vivek Ramaswamy is playing it out. And maybe, just maybe, for however smart Vivek Ramaswamy is, he hasn't thought through all of the pieces. He hasn't played the full board. It's searching for Bobby Fischer, don't move until you see it. He wants to run so quickly to this wing of the Republican Party, this populist wing, that simply says, stop the wars, no more wars, Dude, I'm down, Boo Bear. I'm with you, kitten. I'm right there. But I did just bring up a very interesting thought, and I just want to know if we're going to dismiss it. If you allow Taiwan to fall, aren't you just encouraging nations to side with China because they can now do things with, with impunity, there'll be no pushback whatsoever, nobody to restrain uh, their desires for, for destruction and growth and domination, and they will continue to do so. Remember, they're not loaning money to African nations, to South American nations out of the kindness of their heart. When those nations, as we have seen and has been reported, can't pay back the loans, they take the natural resources. I, I think environmentalists would call it raping the land. Pretty sure that's how they would... Describe such a thing. Or do you stand up for Taiwan and nations remember, we're the people you got to be nice to. We're the people you got to work with. And that would also include us punishing those nations that don't work with us. But that's another story. I don't know if Avek has thought that through. But if you're a guy who thinks that you can pull Russia away from China, well, then I'm going to say no. I'm going to say No. Vivek Ramaswamy what's your take? let me know on Twitter at Tony Katz this is Tony Katz today do so I want to go to Big Smoke? cigar aficionado Las Vegas to in November November 3rd and 4th Friday, Saturday I don't know uh, you guys know I, I host Eat Drink Smoke EatDrinkSmokeShow dot com. It's the largest cigar and bourbon lifestyle review show in the country, radio show in the country. Um, and I guess in terms of a CNBC and networking thing, I, I it might be good, but I don't know how crowded sometimes those things are versus the value you get out of it. And then I stare at it. I'm like, why haven't I started my own? how come i have not started midwest smoke what am i what am i waiting for honestly what am i waiting for why are, how come i'm not smoking a cigar right now oh wait for the new studio plans are done just got to figure out where we're putting a little bit of plumbing just a little bit and then and then construction starts it's gonna be so good so good I don't know. Has anybody ever been to Big Smoke? Let me know on Twitter at Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today.